Welcome to Village Church of Gurney Podcast. This week, we continue on in our series, Renew. The name of the sermon is called Partnership, and Pastor David will be preaching from Philippians 4, 14 through 20. Let's join Pastor David now. assigned seat was moved somewhere. (laughs) And uh, if you're new with us today, you might think this church really loves orange and this is a very unique way to set up these seats. You've uh, joined us. If this is your first Sunday, you are uh, parachuting into uh, our our Renew campaign, a capital campaign that we've been talking about for a number of weeks leading up to today, our Commitment Sunday. And as we are... uh, reflecting on that, the journey that has taken place already throughout this Renew campaign. Village Church, you've been praying over the last several weeks. You've been fasting over the last several weeks. You've been leaning into God's word. You've been uh, utilizing uh, the devotional throughout our spiritual journey over the last several weeks. You've heard about the various projects that we're seeking to accomplish over the next two years out of a desire to further ministry that the ministry legacy of God's faithfulness through us might continue, that we might steward all that God has entrusted to us, that we might uh, position all that we are, both ourselves and our space, our hearts, ourselves as people. Lord, how can I love God and love people, and how can our space continue to serve the ministry that we're trying to accomplish here at Village? I trust that the Spirit has been working in your lives, perhaps in ways that you didn't expect. Uh, maybe unique ways that he's reminded you of his faithfulness that lead us up to today, Commitment Sunday. And what we will do later in our service as we uh, bring our pledge cards that you've been praying for and praying about, as we bring our first donations, perhaps as you've prepared already, what we are doing today is an incredible expression, a very biblical expression of what the Bible calls partnership. That's the theme that kind of guides our service today and the message today. This idea of partnership, very simple, linking arms for the sake of the gospel. So to guide our thoughts, I would encourage you, meet me in Philippians chapter 4. We're going to be looking at verses 14 to 20. Philippians chapter 4, page 1167 if you're using the church Bible located in the chair but next to you. Philippians 4. Before I read it, what we're about to do is we're about to eavesdrop in on a conversation between a pastor, if you will, the Apostle Paul, and another congregation that existed way back in time in the first century, the Philippian church, the Philippian believers. Makes me wonder if on the outskirts of Philippi there was a village church of Philippi. (laughs) But what Paul is doing is speaking into this community both gratitude and encouragement for the partnership that they are engaging in. Let's let these words guide our thoughts today. Philippians chapter 4, 14 to 20, God's word says this. Paul says to the Philippian believers, Yet it was kind of you to share in my trouble. And you, Philippians yourselves, know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. 
even in Thessalonica, you sent help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the, the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I've received full payment and more. I'm well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. What do these words, what, what does eavesdropping into this partnership speak into our opportunity for partnership today? What can we glean from the Apostle Paul as he's speaking to another community of believers who have linked arms for the sake of the gospel? partnered together so that they might see ministry continue. Obviously, different setting, different time, uh, different space, and yet we get this idea that God has given to us in his word of partnership. What do we see? What do we learn from this? We'll see right out of the gates in one way that gospel partnership honors God. Gospel partnership honors God. There is something in and of itself when you link arms for the sake of the gospel, there's something fitting about it. There's something pleasing about it. There's something pleasant about it. Again, not that we are earning God's favor, trying to win our salvation, but as we link arms for the sake of the gospel, as you see a delightful sunrise, as you, as you enjoy a delicious meal, as you, as you have a friendship that fills your soul, there's something just pleasing like a fragrant offering. It actually honors God. Look again at these opening verses, 14 and following. Paul says, it was kind of you to share in my trouble. You Philippians, uh, yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, what he's talking about there is in the beginning of our partnership for the gospel, when we started to link arms for the sake of doing something in a concentrated effort to see God's ministry, the message of the gospel, advance. From the beginning of the gospel... When I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving. This is financial contribution. This is encouragement. This is prayer. Except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. That in this partnership, there is spiritual eternal fruit that is increasing for the glory of God. And for the credit of the Philippian believers, I've received full payment and more. I'm well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice that's acceptable and pleasing uh, to God. So, of course, we're, we're eavesdropping in to the Apostle Paul and this Christian community, and they've got history together in a good sense. They've done ministry together. And whenever you've done ministry in any way with other people, you will notice when you serve together, your hearts grow together. That when you are linking together for the sake of the gospel, you can't help but be galvanized, be, to be unified by your shared goal, your shared a partnership for the sake of the gospel. The fellowship that comes from partnership, simply sharing in the work together. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that sometimes... Those you are serving with, through all the challenges and ups and downs of, of any type of ministry, of any type of service, your heart starts to grow together. 
It can take an entire Christian community. Some of you have been at Village maybe for a couple days. Maybe it's your first Sunday. Some of you have been at Village since day one, 1983, 40 years ago. But do you realize the incredible beauty and power of serving together for God's glory, for the advancement of his gospel? It galvanizes the community. It unites us together. A common Lord, a common mission, a common purpose. And Paul is thanking the Philippian believers for that. The letter <coughs> opens in thanks. It began in thanks. Let me just read for, uh, Philippians 1, 3 and following. Paul says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you. Verse 4, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it into completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It's right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart for you are all partakers with me of grace. I can't help it. I wasn't intending to spend time on this, but that little phrase, I hold you in my heart. In the original language, that phrase, I hold you in my heart, is beautifully ambiguous. You could equally translate it, I hold you in my heart, or you hold me in your heart. When you serve together, when you partner together for the sake of the gospel, it fuses your hearts together in the sense of gratitude for what the Lord is doing in us, in you as you serve, and through you as you serve. How many times have you gone to be a blessing? <laughs> And then you go home thinking, oh, shoot, I feel more blessed than I felt like I could bless someone else. That's ministry. That's partnering for the sake of the gospel. In Village, I want to encourage you, you're doing this all over the place. Partnership. Think about this. You're giving up your evenings. You're giving up perhaps early Sunday mornings. All that takes place today, all the different facets of the partnership that you are pouring in, that's partnership. I thank God for that. You're helping glorify God and serve your fellow brother and sister in Christ. You might be pouring into our, our little ones, our kiddos, on the other side of the building right now as we speak. You're giving up your Sunday mornings. Perhaps you're giving up your midweek evenings. Perhaps you're giving up chunks of your summer, weeks of your summer, to pour into our littlest of disciples, to partner together with parents who are seeking to, to raise their children in the fear of the Lord. You're partnering for the sake of the gospel. I thank God for that. Maybe you're pouring into our, our student ministry. You're giving up your Sunday afternoon and evening. You're giving up potentially weeks of your summer, perhaps to go on mission together. You're, you're giving up a, a time, perhaps for retreats. You're giving up energy and lots of it for the sake of partnering together. I thank God for that. That's partnership. Maybe you're giving up your living room. You're giving up your snacks. You're giving up your treats. <laughs> you're giving up your heart. You're bearing each other's burdens. You're expelling emotional energy and bandwidth for the sake of mourning with those who mourn, weeping with those who weep, rejoicing with those who rejoice. You're doing meal trains for each other. I thank God for that. Maybe some of you are engaging with our local partners here in Lake County and, and beyond. Oh, we know as we think back over the years, there have been people that are in vocational uh, um, uh, missionary work and have grown up here at, at Village. Perhaps you are helping serve at places like Love, Inc., or Kindred Life, or Teen Mother's Choice, or Devon Oasis, 
And the list goes on and on. Kids Hope USA. All these different expressions of we want to see whole gospel to the whole person ministry happen. I thank God for that. Maybe you're serving in elected leadership. You're coming to this place, perhaps for meetings after an entire day of work, to pour into decisions and prayer and ministry so that ministry at the Village Church of Gurney will advance not just for next week, not just for next month, not next year, for years and decades. I thank God for that. That's partnership. Do you see? This is all partnership. Here's a very specific one. And many of you might not even realize this happens, and that's part of the beauty of it. At the beginning of the ministry year, we actually had <coughs> a hot water heater go down. And guess what we did? We fixed it. How? Because of your partnership. That we were able, because of your contributions, because of your generosity, in this instance, to the building fund, we were able to fix a hot water heater that needed to be fixed. It went down. And part of the beauty is, probably most of you didn't even notice. Because of your partnership. I thank God for that. God keeps providing us an opportunity to reflect back, to lean in uh, to one another, to lean forward. And as we think back over the past 40 years, I thank God for the group of people in 1983 that were sensing, you know what, God, I think, might be doing something in Gurney. We have no idea what's going to take place, but we're going to take a step of faith and partnership and plant a church the Village Church of Gurney, and here we are 40 years later, living those answered prayers, living within uh, God's faithfulness through those early steps of faith. And you know the story. Some of you have lived it since 1983 today. Wherever your journey has hopped in on the story of God's faithfulness to the Village Church of Gurney, reflect back. Think back. Who are the people that God has placed in your life? What are the ministry opportunities that you've engaged in? What are, the, what are the highs, uh, spiritually speaking, that you were able to celebrate with each other as a Christian community? What are the lows that if it were not for, for brothers and sisters in the faith, you are not sure if you would have made it? That's God's faithfulness to you and through you. I thank God for that. Think about the various uh, major building campaigns that Village has gone through. That 1988, 1989 season. 1994-ish season, that 2004-ish season, where Christian community said, you know what, we need to invest in this ministry tool so that we can continue to see ministry happen. Do you see, Village, today, here, this campaign, we stand, as it were, in a, <laughs> a long legacy of God's faithfulness, strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. If he's proven his faithfulness in the past, we know he's going to be faithful in the years to come. How, in what way, that's what we're trusting God for. That's the adventure, is it not? And this partnership in the gospel, linking arms together for the sake of seeing ministry happen, is simply pleasing and honoring. It's fitting. It's good. It honors God. And whenever you partner together, some questions might start to creep up in your mind. I know they're creeping up in your heart because they creep in my, up in my heart, too. What about the whatabouts? <laughs> or what if the what ifs? Have you thought that? Lord, but <clears throat> what if a twist or a turn happens? Have you had those thoughts? Even about this campaign, the Renew campaign. Lord, but what if we get into a project and there's a surprise that we find along the way? What if, what if something crazy happens in our world over the next few years? What if something crazy happens in my world over the next two years? What if, 
What if there's a challenge? What if there's a twist? What if there's a turn? What if there's something that we all discover together along this uh, journey of this campaign? And all the whatabouts and all the what-ifs can come creeping in, and I'm sure that they were creeping into the hearts of the Philippian believers because Paul addresses, in a way, the question that they probably needed then that we still need to now. When those questions come, the whatabouts, the what-ifs, look at what God's Word reminds us. Verse 19. Verse 19. My God will supply every need, need, need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Village, this Renew campaign season, the several weeks building up to today, the two years in a way following today is absolutely a journey and a step of faith. It absolutely is. And when the whatabouts, when the what-ifs come into your heart and my heart, God's Word reminds us again. It anchors us. It calms our fears. It gives us encouragement and hope for the twists and turns to come. God will provide. God will supply our needs. Not always our wants. Not always in the way we expect it. Not always in the timing that we expect it. But our God is a God who provides he provides our needs. He takes care of us. And if we are turning to the God who provides, do you realize the track record of legacy, of, of faithfulness, the legacy of faithfulness that God has in being a God who provides? Think all the way back to the beginning. The moment our first parents stepped out of the Garden of Eden, our God was the God who provided clothes to cover their shame. Our God is the God who provided all throughout history, our God is a God who provided a way out of slavery from Egypt. Our God is a God who provided manna and quail in the wilderness, water from the rock. Our God is the God who held the waters of the Red Sea at bay that God's people might walk through. Our God is the God who is with us in the valley, peace and anxiety, hope and despair. Our God is a God who hardens and softens Pharaoh's heart. Our God is the God who guides and directs his people all the way through the wilderness. Remember the stories? Pillar of fire by night, cloud by day. Our God is a God who sustained his people in the Old Testament in the desert, in the wilderness. It's an uninhabitable place, yet God provided. Our God is the God who takes down the walls of Jericho with a field trip. Our God is a God that sends in Gideon and his men. He says, wait, 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 you're too many. I'm going to wean you down. That's the military strategy. Our God is a God who navigates and walks with us. Our God is the shepherd who has come all the way from heaven to earth for us, not to just walk in the valley with us, but to absorb the valley of the shadow of death for us. Do you see how close he is? And it's not even just the God who provides. It's your God who provides. Do you see what Paul said? He didn't just say, and God will supply, and that's good and that's enough. My God, my God, your God, the God that you have personal history with. Think back. What were those cross, you know, um, a fork in the road moments? Well, honestly, if you're honest with yourself and others, and perhaps you were, you had no idea. Lord, do I turn left? Do I turn right? What decision do I make? 
those moments <clears throat> of incredible need, times that God provided, those moments of incredible pain, even if there were not answers, God provided his presence. Think back in your life, the different challenges, the different twists, the different turns. Reflect back, Lord, how were you faithful? Even chapters and moments where you thought, he's not faithful, he's not with me, he's not here. Then in hindsight, you realize and you see the creative ways of God's faithfulness that you didn't see in the moment. Our God is the God who walks with us. He provides for our needs. So as we partner together for the sake of the gospel, which is just good and pleasing, we are anchored in the hope and confidence, not of our strength, not of our wisdom, not of our resources, not of our might, but the strength and resources and might and wisdom of our God. He is the one carrying out his work. We have the joy and the privilege of partnering with him for the sake of the gospel. Partnering together honors God, so we trust we root ourselves as individuals and families in a community in the character of our God. He's the kind of Lord who sticks with us no matter what. Thick and thin, richer or poor, better or worse, sickness and in health. He says, I'll never leave you and forsake you. Because he dies for us, he sticks with us all the way to the end. And as we go about this partnership together, I want to zoom the camera way back way, way back. Think about the Renew campaign. Absolutely, the details are important. Absolutely, the projects and spaces are important. But I want you to zoom the camera even further back. What's the ministry taking place in these spaces? What's the work that the Holy Spirit is doing in these locations? Ministry to you and through you for the sake of others, for the sake of people. But I even want to zoom the camera further back than that. Not even just furthering mission. Why are we even here? Like big philosophical question, why are we even here? If you zoom the camera back all the way, what do we see? Both Paul said it to his community then. God's word, I think, is continuing to say it to us now. Why are we here? Simply that God might be glorified in all that we do. To God be the glory. Partnership honors God. So we trust the God who provides. Why? What's the big why behind all of this? To God be the glory. That the only end result that we could conclude is not how strong we are, not how great we are, not how creative we are, not how resourced we are, but how great and strong and resourced and wonderful is our God. That's why we're here. It's for the glory of God. Look at this. Look at this final verse. Look at how Paul puts it to the Philippians. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. That the only result might be the glory of God. And this is one of the things that I love about the Renew campaign. Village, this Renew campaign is too big, it's too complex, and involves too many people for it even to be possible for any one individual or any one team to receive the credit and receive the glory. As we look <laughs> backward, two years from now, three years from now, four years from now, it's my prayer, it's my desire that the only conclusion that we could possibly have is that God and God alone. Look at not what we have accomplished, but what he has accomplished through us. Look at the legacy that he is continuing through us. That, that in a way, we might totally fade to history. And that God and God alone might shine at the center. 
of what he is accomplishing through the village church. Agree? That, that, that's, that's my heart. That's God's word's heart. That's, that's what, I want to be a part of a church like that. I want you to be a part of a church like that. I want you to link arms that together for that goal. May God be glorified through our partnership. That's what I think this passage is saying. That's what I think God's word provides an encouragement for us today. May God be glorified. May God be glorified through our partnership. That the only response that we might have is to God be the glory. To God be the glory. In just a few moments, a village, we are going to go through uh, with our commitment uh, Sunday. Just some logistical reminders uh, for this. In just a few moments, we're actually going to ask you, um, wherever you are, wherever you're seating, if you've prepared a, a commitment card and a first donation today, that we actually want to commit together. We're going to link arms together. And I want you to know a couple things, both spiritually and just logistically. Village, your leaders have been praying for you. Even just this last Thursday, we huddled a number of our leaders to specifically, a part of that time was to specifically pray for today, to pray for you, to pray for us, that we as a church community would not merely entrust these two years, not merely entrust these projects, and we certainly are, but more so that we would be a changed people. That on the other side of this, there will be a day to renew campaigns behind us. On the other side of it, we might be a, a different people, that our faith would be deeper, that our dependence would be deeper, that our trust would be deeper, that ministry would continue to be stewarded and furthered through us, that our hearts would be transformed, that God would do a renewing work in my heart, in your heart, that the ripple effect might be the transformation and renewal of people around us in our community. Some of you are perhaps coming today having already, you've been praying all throughout the spiritual journey, the commitment card's ready to go. Some of you perhaps came today, maybe you forgot your commitment card at home, we've got extras for you. Uh, look to the left and to the right in the seat there. Uh, perhaps some of you have been praying and actually maybe today is the day that you want to make that decision. So I want to encourage you, even right now, right as I'm speaking, uh, either uh, fill out that commitment card. Again, this is your 24-month pledge, it's a pledge card of over and above giving, of what you've sensed God has laid on your heart. Lord, what does sacrifice and generosity look like for me and my family? Fill it out as completely as you possibly can. This is a decision between you and the Lord. I have no idea what anybody gives, and it's going to remain that way. But fill it out completely. If you're going to have any questions over uh, this week or the next two years, we have a very small financial staff. It's going to be your go-to if you have any logistical questions. They're going to handle all the record-keeping for your sake. Beyond that, this is between you and Jesus. This is a commitment that you're making between you and the Lord. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, come up to this uh, location just for the flow of traffic. I would encourage you come come down these aisles, uh, exit out these aisles, just that way you avoid any traffic jams if, if, if at all possible. If you're writing by check or envelope, make sure to indicate renew. And then over these next two years, our building fund, which if many of you perhaps know what that is, if you don't, don't worry about it, but our building fund is going to go on hiatus for the duration of these two years to concentrate our energy and effort for the Renew campaign. Any questions logistically, please do reach out to the staff. Don't let any confusion or questions uh, linger in your mind.
But Village, what I want to encourage you, I'm going to pray. And then as you feel led, if you want to take some time and pray before you get up from your seat, please do so. May this not merely be a logistical transaction. May it be a significant moment of a step of faith for you and your family. Lord, we're entrusting the needs of our church to you. And Lord, we're entrusting our needs as individuals to you. Trusting that you will guide, that you will provide. And to whatever extent, to whatever result, in advance, Lord, we give you the glory and we give you the praise. So let me pray. And then as you feel led, we'll sing as people are are contributing this next song of response. But as you feel led, please come forward, drop off your card, and on the way back, grab one of these candles. This is a take-home for you, a reminder that as you see it on your table at home, on your uh, mantelpiece at home, as you burn it and, and smell the fragrance, that it might be a reminder to pray, a reminder of God's faithfulness in your life, a reminder of this moment where we took this step of faith together as a community. Let me pray. And then we'll proceed by prayer. Father, we love you. We trust you. Lord, we trust that you are moving and guiding. We trust, Father, that, that you, Lord, will direct our steps. That you'll provide our needs. And Father, we pray. We pray that we would fall into the great cloud of witnesses of all those, Lord, that your faithfulness has been proven in and through Village Church. So, Lord, I pray for the Village Church of 2030, 2040, and 2050. Lord, that there might be more testimonies of people we haven't even met, people we don't even know, people who aren't even born yet, who might live within the answered prayers who might be helped by the gospel investment that we make throughout this Renew campaign, that we might fade to history and that your legacy might continue and shine through. So, Father, receive uh, this Sunday, this Commitment Sunday, as a, a step of faith and a declaration, Lord, to you. Thank you for listening to Village Church of Gurney's podcast. If you would like to know more about Village Church, you can go to our Facebook page under Village Church of Gurney or go to www.bcgurney.org.